Hang tight, kids. And here we go. We are now live on, well, I guess on Facebook and on YouTube. We're live on Instagram. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Geek Boutique. I'm JS. I got my buddy Jeff over here. We've got Jolie joining us today because today we're talking about Spider-Man. So, uh, Jolie, you're fr- you've just dropped off of the uh, Instagram live. Uh, now, that being said, everybody watching us on YouTube and on Facebook can probably still see you and hear you. That's uh, fine. So I'll we'll let you figure, figure out. And re- there you go. We, we'll we, let you we, reconnect while I tell my little yeah. bit of a story here. But We like do I need said, to get you on Instagram, Julie, if you can. We do, for sure. Yep. Um, so today we're talking about Spider-Man. Now, um, I don't know. I'm assuming most of the people that follow us would have already heard this story in the past. But have the two of you heard the story of how... Spider-Man was created. No, I have not, JS. Please, this story. No, time. you've never you've never heard the story. Mm-hmm. So the story goes: uh, uh, Stan Lee had created this this. He had been creating a bunch of characters at that point for Marvel, and uh, uh, he was always creating the characters that they wanted. Right? So like, we want a character like this, and so he created it. And we want this, but he wanted to create a character for himself, and he came up with Spider-Man. Marvel not wanting Spider-Man, they didn't think he was relatable enough because he was a teenager, right? The superheroes back in those days were adults. They weren't teenagers. Yeah, I can hear the feedback in... in, um... Yeah, she's trying to figure it out. Yes, yes, yes. Because you can't kill the audio chiss with your volume, unfortunately, once you go to live. That's why you've got to have something external plugged into it. Yeah, you have to have something plugged into it. It is plugged in. And And the moment I go live... Like I join you, it yeah. cuts out of the headphones and goes right onto the phone. Huh. That's bizarre. Yep. <laughs> and yep. your other headphones, are they Bluetooth? Yep. So have, what if you hook up your Bluetooth headphones to your phone and you That's listen to us through your phone? So my phone is stupid and doesn't have a like a jack. So it is it is Bluetooth. The phone is Bluetooth. I see. Yeah. I'm just going to exit the live for now. Well, you're not on the live. No, yeah, she's I'm not. not. She's out. Yes, see, yes, the yes. moment I leave, suddenly I can hear. Suddenly your audio works fine. Yep. Ah, that is so, so weird. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Do yeah, we just I don't like, know. continue on StreamYard? We'd I'm have sorry. to get you on the live. Even if we'd, we'd rather have you live with the Echo than have you not on the live at all. Yeah. Because then everybody on the live is only going to get two-thirds of the conversation. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, throw it up. We'll just have to deal with yeah, the Yeah, throw it up. If you can yep. try to keep your phone a little bit further away from your microphone so we get as least audio from it as possible. Okay. And then, you know, we'll deal with it. You have a band-aid you can put over the speaker on the phone? No, I'm just kidding. Actually, can I if I wait. Hey, Rob's just joined. What's going on, Rob? My buddy well, Michael's there. Hey, doing online, actually. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. folks. So we're having some technical difficulties here. So uh I'll continue my story while we're, as we're we do. setting this up as we do. Yeah. You know, a couple of old people uh having fun on uh, the internet. What do you mean I a couple? Three is a couple. Hey, no. hey, hey. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, aren't you exactly like our age? Uh, are you guys both almost fifty? Yeah. I'm well, sorry. Okay. I don't mean to tell on you. Well, I mean, oh, I, we talk about it on the podcast yes, all the time. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm, I'm halfway, yeah. halfway there. No, I'm more than halfway there. I'm, I'm halfway through the forties. Let's say I yeah, just I'm turned older forty-five. Than he is. Yeah. Okay. I just turned I'll forty-five be, last month. So I'll be forty-nine. I don't hear it now, Jolie. There you go. You don't hear it. Yeah, I don't. I don't hear, I don't hear the I echo don't. either now. Oh. Yeah, so we're good. Yeah. Now we should be all right. So, uh, oh, like I was saying, okay. oh, no, yeah, the minute, the, the volume, yeah, yeah, it's because we'll there's deal. a delay on the, yeah. I that's just, why it sounds horrible, though. I know, but there's nothing else we can do. We have to have you on the live. There's no other way to do it. Okay, let me see if I can make it go through. Uh, it, like, it just refuses to go through my Bluetooth, like, or sorry, through my headphones. Yeah, that's weird. And yeah, you keep the freezing moment... for me on the Instagram. Is she frozen for you as well, Jeff? No, but I imagine it's probably because of um, uh, messing with the... Oh, yeah, there she is. Yeah, she is frozen on the... No, you're yeah. right. She is frozen there. Sorry. <sighs> so it is, in well, fact, okay. going to be one of those evenings, folks. It is. It I'm sorry. Is. Hope you I... enjoy uh, seeing a bunch of uh, old folks uh, pretending like they know what they're doing. Navigate technology started out smooth. Michael says, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, sometimes this is what happens. Sometimes yeah. we get a. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Sometimes. Okay, so it says I'm in here again, potentially. Okay. Yes, I have to invite you, so I'm doing that now. Cool. Yeah, and there it comes, right out of. And then go. the audio's gone. I'm assuming. No. It's... That's okay. That's okay. We'll deal with the echo as long as we don't lose you from the live. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's not strange. Okay. Yeah. We've dealt with it before. We just eh, do everything in our power we'll to avoid it, it if we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe what you can actually do is mute your microphone while you're not talking because you don't create an echo. So only we create the echo. So if you want to mute your 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 computer mic while you're not talking. Uh, and then unmute when you want to talk, then yeah, voila. Now there's no more echo. So that's perfect. Yeah. So just don't yeah. speak, Jolie. You're here to be seen and not heard. <laughs> they can still hear you on Instagram, even if you're muted on the computer, by the way. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love you. Don't kill me. <laughs> okay, Jay, everybody, kids, gather around. So gather around. So we're, we were Grant telling a JS story here. A story. Yeah, so uh, Stan Lee had created this Spider-Man character who was a teenager that the publishers at Marvel did not want to publish because he was a teenager. Because back then, the teenagers were sidekicks. They weren't superheroes. So Stan Lee gets somehow put on Amazing Fantasy, and Amazing Fantasy gets canceled. So for the last edition, the last book of Amazing Fantasy... For those that don't know, Amazing Fantasy was like an, antho an anthology book. Is that what you would call it? An anthology book where every story is a different story, basically. Uh, so for the last uh, uh, episode, or the last book of Amazing Fantasies, he decided, you know what? Screw this. Ditko, sneak him in. So Ditko draws Spider-Man into Amazing Fantasy. It explodes. It becomes the best-selling version of Amazing Fantasy. So the executives, obviously, the next day, they're like, hey, dude, you remember that character that we liked so much? How about we give him his own series <laughs> to this guy that they didn't want to, you know, this this character that they didn't want to have at all. 
Uh, Jolie, I don't know if you're seeing this, but you are glitching big time on this stream yard. Jeff, can you see that? <laughs> I can't. You can't. <laughs> Jolie is having a lot of difficulties but... today. Holy smokes. <laughs> so that's the story of how Spider-Man was created and while Jolie is still having some issues. Jolie, how are you? Now take yourself off mute. You got to take yourself off mute, yes. Yeah. I'm fine. Hey! <laughs> I'm as good as I could possibly be, apparently, which is, like, not great. <laughs> I mean, like, digital landscape, Jolie, apparently, is just a hot mess. And, uh, like, real world Jolie is okay. I was just going to say, I mean, are we going to find differences here? What's going on? What's happening? Is that your recollection, by the way? Not your recollection like you were there, but is that your understanding of... How yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Stanley actually told this story in an interview a few times. Actually, uh, you guys have never heard this. I have because oh, there you go. See? I've been to a lot of conventions where he's been there, and well, there I always go. always like to go in and listen to him. There's something about Stanley's voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, R.I.P. We're not listening to ghosts here, but like, I I love. I love going and, and seeing and watching the Q&A and someone always inevitably asks about Spider-Man because that's all they really want to hear about. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, long story long. Yes, I'm familiar with the story. Perfect. Did I get it right? For the most part, yeah. And yeah. like he, he was like something crazy, like 20, 21, 18. I don't know. Because was this oh, was during he that young? time... Was this during the time when National Publications was actually publishing the Marvel titles? I believe so. Do you know what National I'm talking about, Julie? Like, yeah, DC, essentially. Yeah, Marvel was no longer able to publish titles, distribute titles, I should say. So DC began distributing their titles, but they limited them to six titles only. And so they started to put superheroes into existing books, which is why Thor debuted in Journey into Mystery. And I thought possibly why Spider-Man debuted in Amazing Fantasy and whatever, because they had to utilize the books that they already had in their lineup. DC wouldn't let them produce any new books over and above the six that they were already publishing that they agreed to publish, which I'm sure they're kicking themselves in the pants to this day forever doing that for them. But yeah, I don't know if that was, I don't know if they were still timely comics at the time as opposed to Marvel at then. Like, I don't know if that's pre, I don't know. I guess they would have been Marvel by then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it yes. was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at the cover now and you're right. It was. Yeah. 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 No, it's a oh, it's interesting story. No, there's Tim. It's hey, a fun it. bit of history. It is. Ah, Mr. Tim has joined us. You know, Mr. Tim, I'm very, me, me and Mr. Tim are very happy with the events of today. Yes. Uh, I, I know we're going to go off topic for 30 seconds here. Uh, although yesterday was May the 4th, official Star Wars Day. Today was the season finale of Star Trek Picard as well as the season premiere of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which were both freaking amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I actually shed a tear at the end of Picard. Uh, it's, it, 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 it brought a 30-year-old story full circle for me. Um, it... All right, shh, I loved you're, it. You're getting All into right. spoiler territory. So. so listen, guys, Spider-Man. 
today's today's theme spider-man uh tim is doing it comes up. uh yeah. so anyway so spider-man so listen there you know there have been over the years whether in comics whether in movies there's been a number of different eras let's call them of spider-man there's been actual different characters from miles morales to ben parker to et cetera, et cetera, right? There's been a number of different Spider-Man characters. Was there a specific era slash or story that you were more fond of? And I'm going to assume it's probably the era you grew up with, but I will I will ask the story anyway, or the question anyway. Jolie, how about you start? Hmm. Well, here's the thing. I have never been a Spider-Man fan. I am... Excuse me? I well here's a it, again it's like always long story long so bear with me um I'm with Jeff where I'm like a DC fan like, I always read DC books and I also read like a lot of indie comics so I was always Spider-Man adjacent but I never read the Spider-Man comics now I was however I I mean okay in high school probably in college for you guys or wherever you were in your 20s when that toby Maguire movie came out mm-hmm. um i had friends who like loved those sam raimi films and i loved them too and it made me want to read spider-man but i never knew where to start with superhero comics so i just That's never fair. picked them up until i was like until like now um flat flash forward to like 2000 June before the pandemic and uh, my partner in crime from the comic book syndicate he's like I want to do a Spider-Man podcast but where we read every single in uh, like reading order every book Mm -hmm. from the the 80s like all the bronze ages like okay that sounds like a fun idea I was never an official co-host until um we all got bored on wednesdays and i became like their staple guest and now me and becca bex luther are both on the show but um so my run is officially those bronze age spideys (laughs) (laughs) is literally like within the last which title are you talking about was that spectacular amazing no 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 no, no. it was just spider-man Every single Spider-Man comic book appearance, even if it's for a panel, really in every Bronze Age comic book. I've been, it's called "Here Comes the Spider Cast" is the name of the of the show. Ah, I've been on it once as as a guest, and we read a Power Pack uh, 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 comic, and we read Spider-Man versus Wolverine. So, in the Power Pack comic, Spider-Man is literally in three panels, and that is it for his appearance in that comic. Obviously, Spider-Man versus Wolverine was a much bigger much bigger thing but uh yeah yeah it's it's uh, it's it's a great yeah. fun podcast to listen to for sure yeah so regularly when we don't have uh, special folks like jeff uh sorry special episodes with folks like jeff my god <laughs> no no you're right <laughs> um when we don't have things like uh when we're not reviewing like the tv show from the 90s when you say the- special listen <laughs> I mean that we all know. We all know what he's. We all know you piece of shit. What she's talking about. I hold no place for him. (laughs) There's a special waste basket, right? Is this the is this the beat up on the old man part of the show? Is that we are we here already? We've been on for like ten minutes. Please, Jolie, continue with your amazing, compelling story. 
<laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I love you too. You're, like, you're lucky. I love you. So, right? <laughs> so, okay. 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 Um, okay. Long story long. Long story very long. Uh, so, we review amazing web Peter Parker. Um, mm. And then, whenever the title changed, I think like Peter Parker Spectacular Spider Man changed mm-hmm. into Web of whatever there's always like three titles we yeah. read three comics every week whatever the spidey title wow. was yeah and <laughs> by the end of oh, this yeah. year we'll be done sure. in the 80s so oh and then you get into the best decade i don't know that we're gonna go beyond because it was always oh, be a bronze age spidey podcast oh well, yeah, uh, you gotta do something yeah well, you yeah gotta, so you guys got like there's like 14 different podcasts though and you're gonna be fine right <laughs> yeah Oh, hey, St. Thomas Batman. I didn't know there was a St. Thomas Batman. There is. He was just at CK Expo this past weekend. I got to interact with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can I can arrange uh, I can arrange at least, a, you know, well, you can see his name. I don't, you don't need me. Just You can arrange for our fingers to I touch. Can ra- almost touch. Not exactly <laughs> close to touching, but not really touching. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of comments there. here. Yeah, Julie has joined us. Um so, Tim, our Black Captain Kirk, is saying, I collected Spider-Man when I was a kid in the early 90s. I subscribed to Amazing Spider-Man. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie made some laughy emojis, which makes sense. Um, I always liked the main stories. For Spider-Man, I was all about Amazing Spider-Man. For X-Men, it was all about Uncanny, uh, about all, the main, all about the mainstream titles. Uh, Andrew from Ill-Gotten Hugs Cosplay says, only read Spider-Man when he crossed over with others like the X-Men. Felt I got my fill from him from those books. Yeah, so just so you guys know, too, by the way, if you're collecting comics in the 90s, uh, late 80s and early 90s, when they would release sales numbers for comic books, they would release all the other comics compared to X-Men. So, yeah. so X-Men had their own sales category and they everything else from Marvel and DC were rated against the X titles. That's how insanely popular the X titles were. But and there was also story, like 14 different X titles at that no, point. Agree. Right? No, no, no. And and what's funny is when I got collecting in the 90s as well, the early or late 80s, early 90s, I had the same conundrum that Julie had where, sorry, Jolie had, see, I've already done it once and it's going to happen like Uh-oh. a million times. How oh, here she comes. Are you? Uh-oh. <laughs> Coming what's what's going to blow your mind is, is he doing it on purpose or does he just not know? Um, <laughs> it's right on the screen. Um, same thing. It was intimidating to, for either one of those. So I didn't collect Spider-Man. I didn't collect X-Men. I didn't collect anything that had like a million different titles to it because I was t- intimidated by not just the level of backstory, but I got to buy how many comics am I buying every month just to keep up with whatever's going on, especially when they would run storylines throughout all the different comics and such. So um, my first exposure to Spider-Man, probably for you a little bit too, JS. So the cartoon, obviously back in the 60s, the you know, with the classic theme song and that, that great animation style and the 47-year-old dude they had voicing Spider-Man was great even though he's supposed to be a teenager he definitely does not sound like a teenager and the electric company do you guys remember the electric company and they would have oh you are old i'm kidding i am old yeah so they would have they had a live action spider-man on the electric company and he would foil these same two bad guys every week and they were always trying to steal peanut butter and banana sandwiches or peanut butter and honey sandwiches or something some type of peanut butter and something i think it's peanut butter and banana if i'm not mistaken um and yeah and he would foil them and uh and morgan freeman was on electric company and everything else so i loved watching electric company and spider-man seeing that there was great and then yeah and then uh, same thing like when the raimi films came out blew my mind except for that third one which is dog shit and then the andrew garfield films came out and i love those i actually just rewatched both of those and i was shocked how much i enjoyed the second one i went to the theater to see the second one and i came to that theater mad 
And then I just watched it now, and I'm like, why was I so mad at this movie? This movie's great. The sound's great. Jamie Foxx is awesome. Like, Dane DeHaan, eh, but everything else, yeah, fantastic. Anyways, so yeah, so my experience, I I don't, I I own probably, I don't know, over over 2,000 comics here in my basement. There might be seven Spider-Man <laughs> books in there. I don't. I was a DC guy, and even the Marvel stuff I collected was one, like Silver Surfer and Incredible Hulk, like stuff that just had good writing and good stories, but didn't really bleed over to the other titles a whole lot. So... What about you, JS? Like, where's what's what's your connection with Spider-Man? How did you? So I appreciate the great story, guys. Uh, great origin stories of non-Spider-Man fans. <laughs> uh, that didn't answer the question that I asked really, because oh. I asked which era or storyline of Spider-Man did you like better? Uh, and you both went off on how you got into or how you didn't get <laughs> into Spider-Man. So oh, let me go down refuse. my path of how I got. I, I guess I'm the only one that was actually reading Spider-Man a, a, in this group when I was a kid. Uh, no, listen, I um, I was a Todd McFarlane. He's Spider-Man. sassy tonight, eh, kids? He's I, sassy uh, tonight. Yeah, I am. What can I say? Ooh, goodness um, gracious me! When I started reading Spider-Man, Todd McFarlane was the artist, and. Uh, I feel like his style was so very different than any other Spider-Man artist we've ever gotten. So like or post, or after. post Amazing 300, basically. Is that what you mean? Like just yeah. post Venom type yes. thing? Yeah, okay. Yes. Well, no, but he created Venom. That's what I mean. Yes. But she, like, yeah, his yes. she run on Spider-Man wasn't that long, right? It was a finite amount of time. So, uh, well, it was, fa- it was fairly long, actually. Wasn't was he Spider-Man artist for like four or five years before he oh, left maybe. to go to yeah, there you go. Well, start Image Comics with Jim yeah. Lee and... Uh, Eric Larson, not Eric Larson. Um, yeah, he, Eric Larson was one of them. Was he one of the guys at Image? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Uh, I know there was like five or six of them that left Marvel and went and started their own thing. Jim uh, Lee, uh, Rob Liefeld, yeah. uh, Will Spartacio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Heavy they all, the Yeah, they all went and, and started their own publishing company, which I thought was great because then they would, could publish their own titles, right? Without having to worry about what anybody else had to say. They could just do their own thing. Now, obviously, when you do something like that, you're bound to have some that are great and some that just suck. Uh, you know, but overall, I think Image, for me, was my era, era of comics. So Spider-Man led me to Spawn is basically what I was getting to. And I was a huge Spawn fan. I've got Spawn figurines everywhere in my office. I've got Spawn comic books on the wall. i got a spot. There you go. One just, of the best stories, yeah. Spider-Man stories ever. Just one of those '90s foil covers, so impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame they made eight million of them, so it's worthless. But yes, absolutely, <laughs> it it's fantastic. Also, yeah. You can yeah, comment yeah. about how there's they're like uh, they're like cockroaches. They'll be here at the end of the earth. You can wallpaper your house with them. It's like the ET yeah. game for Atari. Yeah. They're worthless, but it's not worthless to me because for me, no, it's, uh, no, it's, no. Uh, yeah. What do you call that? It's, uh, it's a moment in time. Yeah, it's a moment in time. Exactly. Right. Uh, and that's why I mean, if you I mean, if you were in my office, you'd see that there are comic books from a bunch of different eras. Right. Starting probably around that time. You know, I've got X-Men number one over here. I've got Detective Comics. Oh, you, you can wallpaper Robin your house with that X-Men number one. too. <laughs> I've got. Listen, I've. Yeah. Biggest print I, run of any comic ever. The, again, it was. It really yeah. was. It came in five different covers. They had to. 
put millions of them out there, right? No, but I think we've talked about it before. The, the, from number one to number two, they, they printed 8 million copies of X-Men number one, and the next highest one is 1.25 million copies. Like, it's that's the crazy. gap between one yeah, and two is hilarious. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's we should crazy. just try to find all of the X-Men number ones and create a stack of them. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And it's It'll just, go or just like have a section of the store that's like a museum. My store, I should <laughs> That's like a museum. And, and it's only, just only X-Men number one. Is X-Men number one. If I you own you, a comic book store and you, you do not have a display of the five number one covers together making the poster, something wrong. You, you need to well, have she, that. She, she do does. There she you go. Comic, well, she does own a comic book store. And but you I don't have see. the five X-Men number she ones totally as a poster on your wall? Oh, my God. <laughs> Come I don't on. know what you're talking about. I Come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You need to get on that. You need when to get on When we ask Jolie for her uh, to do her promotional stuff, she's going to like leave that part out. Like, <laughs> it's just beeping. Beep. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Michael saying he uh, loved the electric company. Me too, Michael. Me too. Uh, Andrew from Mill Gotten Hugs is saying, okay, okay. If I had to pick, the death of Spider-Man was an interesting read. I didn't even know they did the death of Spider-Man. That's Yeah, because it's they did. Ben Riley now. Oh, okay. Wait, Death of Spider-Man was that like modern, right? Uh, it was Ben, not Peter, wasn't it? Like he, so so Spider-Man dies and then gets right. cloned, but then you right. find out he's not actually dead. So then there's two of them, right? Right. There's clone Spider-Man and there's real Spider-Man, and it's clone Spider-Man that married MJ. So Ooh. technically, Peter's not married to MJ. Ben's married to MJ or Riley or whatever his name was. Is this why everyone Listen, shits on the Clone Saga? Because that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was a mess of a storyline. It really was. Yeah. Wait, so when did Brand New Day happen when Mephisto takes away the marriage? That happened before the clone? No, that was all. That was way after. Oh, it was way after. Yes. Because they were like, oh, that's horse shit. Can I swear? Sorry. Yeah, yes, that's you can. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's horse shit. So, yeah, let's just bring Mephisto in here because he'll fix everything. We'll figure this out. Yeah. yeah. We'll kill May and then we'll make Peter make a decision. May's just dying all over the place. Uh, right? Julie is saying, who's shady now? I mean, I think you know. Um, Tim. Slim shady. Yes, uh, the real shady. I love when they used to package the comic cards with them so you get one to open and one to keep in the plastic. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're yeah. talking some some all all the things they did in the in the 90s during the boom to mm -hmm. to get you to buy comic books, variant covers and, and comics were at their peak right back then. Yep. I mean, they were yep. selling like hotcakes. You can keep hot them on cakes. the shelves. You had some comic book stores cakes, if you wanted like if, if you wanted X-Men, if you wanted Amazing Spider-Man, if you wanted Ghost Rider, if you wanted there's a couple titles that you had to pre pre-buy them. You had to pay them in advance for them to put them aside when they showed up, or else you weren't you weren't getting one. Like that's how bad it was. It was crazy at one point. Out of control. It was. Like it really was. Yeah. Speaking of comics, you have to get set aside. Even the new one, uh, the new amazing that just came out. Oh really? Eh? Same thing. Yeah, Can't with Sir Wells and Ramita Junior. Yeah, it, it like it sold like crazy. Hmm. I had like. I had very limited copies. <laughs> and they gone. Because you guys They're never gone. know. Like, I always feel bad because I'm, I'm good friends with um, Gordon Carroll that run LA Mood uh, in London. Uh, I'm going to be heading over there for Free Comic Book Day on Saturday. Uh, yeah, by the way, guys, Free Comic Book Day this Saturday, first comic, first Saturday in May. So get out and see your local retailers and grab yourself your free comics. Yes. Go. Absolutely. Not Fantastic. 
We didn't yes. get those. But go to Gordon Carroll's. Yeah. They're amazing. Right. They also amazing. have ice cream there. And a yes, Starbucks. they do. Really? And a Starbucks. Yes. They took over. Well, they didn't take over. They're in what used to be a Kellogg's factory, but they're converting it into like this crazy, great interactive retail and fun space and everything else. So, and yeah, they moved their comic book store into the basement there and it's, it's wonderful. It's a great location. So that's Mike and I crazy Mike cosplay and I are going to go downtown first in our costumes. And then we're going to go to Kellogg's and, and get our free comic books there. And then there's some microbreweries like right around that area. So we're going to go to the microbreweries in costume and have some beers as whatever we are. I don't know what I'm dressing up as yet. I think he's going to wear his Batman. So Maybe I'll you have to wear Spider-Man now. Greedo, uh, it's dude. It's gonna be yeah. My buddy Andrew was the same way. It's gonna be ten degrees on Saturday, man. I'm not really? walking around. It is, yeah. Oh, I'm not it was walking 20 around. Degrees here yesterday. Um, yeah, no. Today it was great, but I'm not walking around in a unitard when it's when it's ten degrees outside. Yeah, that's not enough. that's not happening. Let me add, yeah, beers. Well, yeah, exactly. like all of your choices. Yeah, I, I mean, need something. Leather jacket, but that's what I'm saying. I need something that the beard works and and is slightly warm. So it's either going to be Negan or Obi Wan. I figure Obi Wan's good because it's sort of topical right now. But yeah, I don't know. We'll and see. the robes, those and the robes. Warm. That's what like, I'm saying. Do a I almost said Kingdom Hearts, a Game of Thrones. No, I've always Maybe wanted to do the Hound. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know, but I just never, it never. And then the show, and then everybody hated the show. So I was like, well, I'm not doing that. Now. I get Boromir. Boromir is my, you know, Game of Thrones type thing. I'm not doing both of those. That's for sure. Um, I was a comic card master back in the day, Tim, saying full sets and doubles for series one to three. I swore they were going to be worth so much by now. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know why you're able to buy so many, Tim? Because there were so many. And as, exactly. soon, as, as soon as there's that much supply, there's just there's just no demand anymore, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to put you guys on the spot for a second. Yes. We haven't talked to any of the villains, and Spider-Man has one of the best rogues galleries mm -hmm. across all of literature, really. The most mm -hmm. recognizable, anyway. Probably right up there with Batman. I would put the two of them as probably having the, the most recognizable rogues gallery. So, point for point, on the spot, favorite Spider-Man villain. Go. Who wants to go first? The spot. <laughs> That's just for my fellow Spider-Cast. Who, Mike L, who's just joined us actually in the live. Just joined us actually. That's right. Spider Man has amazing friends. Um, no, not really the spot, but the spot because it's hilarious <laughs> yes. and a little bit silly. Um, oh, the, my favorite one that I love to hate. Okay, do you know what my favorite is? Obviously, the Green Goblin. Is that sad? No. Why is that sad? I don't know. I just. He's a great villain. Right? Let me let me let me flip it on you then, Jolie. If you were to write a Spider-Man comic featuring the Sinister Six, who are your Sinister Six? Oh my God! I asked her for one. Now you're asking her for six. You piece of shit. Well, you asked for one, and she already gave two and a half. Like she was Man, about to give us a third one. So you know, I've got a Holy hot take God. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, buckle in. It's gonna be a long, go. so long. All right, let's get some drinks here. <laughs> It's going to be all of his ex-girlfriends. So we got Betty Leeds. Ooh. We got Gwen Stacy. We've we have Felicia. She'll be in there for sure. Deb Whitman. Deb Whitman will be the ringleader. Uh, they'll all be headed up. Gwen Stacy. I said Gwen. She already oh. said Gwen. Yeah. Oh. Gwen, Deb, Betty. Ooh, Shashan, Flash's ex-wife. Shashan, yeah. she'll be in there. 
oh maybe that uh maybe one of the no these are all most of the oh bandy bambi candy and randy the old neighbors so that's like Man. a sinister seven he got around he didn't get around. He just like was rude to women. And I feel like they would all gang up on him. That would be my Sinister Seven. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so Jeff, who's your favorite villain? And then your Sinister Six. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's you know what, dude? That's super tough. I don't, I don't, I asked this question. Like, and, I don't and even I, know six Spider-Man villains. What the hell? No, no, obviously I do. But it's more like. Picking one out of like it's super hard because someone said it there too. Tim was saying it too. It's super hard not to pick Venom because it's literally like like the like the designed Spider-Man villain. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they knows his identity, has all the same powers, is actually stronger and faster and and better in some cases, but because of the symbiotic relationship is worse. Like there's that's the Achilles here and everything else. So um and I, and I collected Venom. That was one of the few Marvel titles I did collect it. I collected Lethal Protector when it was coming out and the miniseries that were out there too. So, um, and yeah, same thing. I had the original McFarlane run, 297, 98, 99 into 300. So you get to see Eddie Brock becoming Venom after the black suit and just even the history behind it and stuff. So yeah, it would probably have to be that. And then, yeah, man, for me with the, the Sinister Six, I, I don't know, man, I just like the classics, right? Like you've got to have rhino there you have to have lizard there you have to have mm -hmm. vulture there you mm -hmm. have to have doc ock there you have mm -hmm. to have goblin there mm -hmm. and you have to have Frogman. nope mm -hmm. um would I probably myself, but... uh, it, yeah uh, yeah i don't know i really loved scorpion when i was a kid yeah um, scorpion was so cool probably too. scorpion but you could that last guy you could switch out for like a mysterio you know what i mean yeah. like there's there's other villains that you could switch in and out there but there's a reason why those villains keep getting reimagined and, and brought out time after time throughout the different books and, and series and cartoons and movies and such, because they speak to us on that, on that level. Same with all the Batman's villains. It's mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, JS? Who's yeah, your I'm mainly say? with you there. Uh, Venom has to be my favorite all time Spider-Man villain. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm from the age of Todd McFarlane, so it's hard to not fall in love with Venom. He's, yeah. everything that Todd McFarlane stood for basically in his art style. Um, I would definitely put him in my, if I were to make a sinister six, he would be part of it. I can't not, not have him in there. I would maybe even consider carnage in that as well. Just because for me, carnage brings a dynamic to the Spider-Man venom thing that before carnage, Spider-Man and venom were just enemies. When Carnage came along, Venom became more of an anti-hero. So Carnage kind of has to be in that discussion. Doc Ock, for sure. He's a close second to me as far as favorite villains. Uh, I'm actually considering potentially doing a, a Spider-Man cartoon, the modern Spider-Man cartoon style Doc Ock cosplay. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, you'd make a wonderful Alfred Molina. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking about that. For me, Hobgoblin over Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Just, sorry, it's it, that's gonna be flashbacks to the Spider Cast uh, talking about the Ned Leeds and all the the, the craziness that went into what mm -hmm. was going to be soup, supposed to be a Hobgoblin, and then the editorial changes at the Spider Comics, and all of a yeah. sudden, someone got dead. He got deaded, and then they were like, "Oh shit, what do we do now?" Change absolutely everything. Yeah. And then bring him back 20 issues later, whatever it was. Anyways. Yeah. 
That's good. And, yeah, for uh, me, Venom's kind of been it. a separate. Yeah. yeah, Venom's always almost been because of uh, of the dynamic. Venom's almost like I don't. I wouldn't put him in the Sinister Six because of like you're, like you're saying the dynamic. I feel like is not. Mm-hmm. And again, he's not necessarily a class. He is a newer ish of the villains, right? So ish, yeah. And we're not even. I we haven't even yeah. mentioned Electro because Electro I love too. So it's yeah. Electro I, mean, I love too. Uh, but Electro back in the day was a little bit silly. Same with Mysterio, right? Like back in the nineties, they were the silly villains. They weren't the really scary, bad villains, you know? Um, so I don't know, like they never had a lot of those long storylines with, if you look at the storylines with Venom, they would always last three, four books. Uh, the Carnage yeah, stories were three, four books. Venom the Doc books, dude. were three, four <laughs> books. The, uh, uh, Lizard. Lizard's another one. You know, when the lizard comes up, it's always a long-form story, right? There's always a whole mystery behind it. Uh, Mysterio, he's one of those throwaway that, you know, he's there. He's the villain of the week, and then he's gone for, you know, who knows how long. So that's kind of how I feel about him. But, yeah. He's actually like a TV magician, which is is like kind of hokey potatoes. Yeah. Hokey potatoes. Mm, potatoes right mm-hmm. suddenly i want french fries mm-hmm. there's <laughs> there's no suddenly there's never a time i don't want french fries or really potatoes in any in any way shape or form so uh tim uh, uh was basically saying what you were saying <clears throat> about uh venom being basically a spider-man you know he could do everything spider-man can do and be- even better mm-hmm. uh, also saying when carnage came out he was floored love that original series in the amazing spider-man it was that ama- that original carnage introduction i forget what it was called but that was a crazy crazy storyline it wasn't called let there be carnage i don't think it was called let there be carnage no um and then his sinister six classic doc green goblin oh no but also oh i know we're gonna talk movies anyways but little kind of like a side little venom movies where are we on the venom have you have you seen both of the venom have you both seen both of the venom movies yeah have I? Do I wish I haven't seen any of those? Yes. Okay. okay. We like know Julie's opinion, so we got okay. that. So, what about you, JS? How do you feel about the, the Venom films? Mm. <laughs> I think I think we got Julie's opinion covered. <laughs> so, I was very disappointed that they kept Spider-Man out of his origin. Oh, they like had a bit to, of a dude. betrayal. I I know they had to. Yeah. It, it, it still felt a little bit like a betrayal to the character of Venom. Oh, Maximum um, Courage. There you go. But <clears throat> if you look at those movies, especially the first one for what it is, it's a good movie. I had a lot of fun with the first Venom. The second Venom was a little bit dumb, a little bit hokey. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> uh, was good as. Uh, <laughs> was good Tim as on the live. Yeah, Venom movies movie suck. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, well, I'm. I can't I like believe the first I'm the. One. Yeah, I like I'm the usually the one. snob. Like, I'm man. usually. I'm usually the guy that hates, uh, yeah, as a diehard Spider-Man and Venom, it's a total betrayal. Absolutely. Everything you guys are saying is absolutely correct. I'm not refuting anything that you're saying. They're, they're, it's, we're, they're not going to get nominated for any Oscars. But if you just give me a movie where, for an hour and a half, Tom Hardy argues with, with himself in a, in a comical fashion. was good. I'm yes. in. The second Actually, movie is Drek. The second movie is terrible. And I don't, know what, I don't know what they were doing with Woody Harrelson. I don't know if he's just like, I don't know if he was just phoning it in from home. Awful. Every single scene that had Tom Hardy arguing with Venom, which is him arguing with himself because he voices Venom, was 
amazing and i will watch anything that that's going to be in yeah i was gonna say canadian comic cutie they're not my fave girl mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm assuming your gender they're no one's favorite they shouldn't be anyway <laughs> i bet you uh, they're tom I will, I will say that i do agree with jeff about the uh the 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 venom and the tom hardy the ed eddie brock dialogue mm. um becca brought it to my attention that there's kind of like a um sort of like a gay relationship happening there. and it's very representative of the community and the community recognizes this as almost like an iconic film and i'm like you know what from that lens yes right I really yeah. love that. Uh, if that is the interpretation, and apparently, like Tom Hardy, because he has helped he, produce these films and he cares about the two characters, he has even sort of alluded to there being a relationship, like a romantic relationship between the two of them. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for that. I'm totally here for that. I mean, whether it's a romantic relationship or not, it's, I mean, it's a symbiote. He's in his head. It's the most intimate kind of a relationship you could ever have right no I, I think i'm i think i'm good with with it with it with it being a gay relationship and i and i think tom's pretty liberal with his sexuality too like in real life so i mean i'm i'm here for it if you've I seen rock and roll he's he's handsome bob and he's uh, no I, I know right yeah so I, i'm not saying that's not why i'm equating that tom is more open with the sexuality but i mean that's just that's always been the vibe that he's going to put out there so uh if you by the way if you ever get bored and you want to giggle go find tom hardy's myspace pictures because they're amazing. They're so, so, so good in how cringy they are. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, no worries. Uh, <laughs> I know they're they're fantastic. Like, why uh, wait till the end? Yeah. Oh, no, look yeah. Now. Go look now. No, no, no. Go look at, go look at Tom Hardy's MySpace pictures. They're great. Uh, Canadian Comic Cutie is saying it's all good, no worries. And yes, she, her also liked the headphones. Yes, we were complimenting her headphones earlier when she was struggling with the technology. So that was good. Uh, Tim is saying that that's working. that's like saying the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie is good for what it was technically true but yeah I don't know I've never watched that abomination I oh, bet you it doesn't have the same level good. no I bet you it doesn't have the good. same level of, of humor and comedy and 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 bromance and camaraderie so yeah oh god MySpace old man I said Tom Hardy lady don't call me an old man Tom Hardy's the old man I wasn't on MySpace all right so you just uh, hush you were not i was not i was even i was super late to social media so really? yeah i, I have a hard time believing that but it's true hey listen we've been on for almost 42 minutes and we haven't even gotten to the point of today's show which is oh, well obviously right. spider-man no way home because we never really got a chance to actually talk about it but let's get into the movies quickly so <laughs> there's been a lot of spider-man movies before no way home mm. sure have um, some good, some not so good. <laughs> Spider Man 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, dancing's fine. The what? The dancing. The dancing. Well, fine. the dancing, you know, I didn't mind the dancing. That was kind of funny. Uh, but, you know, Venom. Friggin', what's his face? Topher Grace. Oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace as Eddie Brock. Like, Listen, that just did not work for me. I'm sorry. That I don't. I don't think it worked for anybody really. Yeah, that was. Just I don't think same. it worked for Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I wouldn't have been too too happy with that movie myself. But again, so there's been a number of movies. There's there's really three eras of Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I th I think they were all good in their own rights. I know a lot of people hated Amazing. 
I thought Amazing did a fine job. Um, I, I think Andrew Garfield actually got shaft a little bit. I feel like 100%. he probably should have gotten another movie before 100%. they replaced him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really liking the current Spider-Mans. I, I have to say, uh, what's his name again? Tom oh, you Holland. Lo- you love Tom him. Tom Holland. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that current Spider-Man, I love him. What's his name again? Uh, he's really, really... Uh, Tim Denmark? Uh, redefined Peter Parker for me. When I think Spider-Man and Peter Parker now, that's who I see. I can't help it. What are, wow. what are your guys' thoughts in general about everything that we've gotten so far from Spider-Man movies? I love them all. There you go. In their, I like that. All have their, they all have their own spider flavor yes uh in my opinion yes except for that third toby mcguire movie yeah that one was whack yeah. like fennel Ugh, gross. yeah that one was whack <laughs> it tastes like fennel yeah i mean just like down to the cgi the cgi was garbage like i hated it i yeah. wanted to like it a lot but it, yeah there was just so many things working against it there really was including the director because even he had checked out at that point did yeah, apparently work? there was a lot of studio interference. Yeah, because they had si- they had them nominally signed for a fourth film, and they were going to pay Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire twenty five million dollars each to appear in a fourth film. Wow! And once Raimi left, then everybody left basically because Raimi really hated Spider Man three and the whole experience of of trying to make it, and the studio's fingers in there. So I, I'm kind of with you, Lee. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm in the midst of a rewatch now. And I and I I'm not gonna lie, I did skip Spider-Man three because I, I can't because I remember seeing it originally and I was like, oh, this is not great, but there's elements. And then every single time I've I tried to rewatch it since then, I just wanna I just wanna it's like watching Moon Knight. I just wanna punch myself in the face over and over and over again. You just had <sighs> to take a shot at Moon Knight, right? That you knew the episode wasn't gonna happen without you taking a shot at Oh, Moon Knight. I'm so mad. Anyways, have you seen so, the season finale? I have. It made me okay. matter. Anyways, um, <laughs> but uh, it's like I said in the rewatch I suddenly have a massive massive appreciation for Garfield and it's like you're saying like I think he is for me now moving forward he is in my mind the quintessential on-screen Spider-Man because his embodiment of the role his passion for the role came through so much in his performance even though they basically handed him a plate of garbage and said, do use do this. We're gonna shoehorn all these different things in, like your dad is a secret doing a thing, and then we're gonna get Dane to hand to be Harry Osborne, but we're gonna do some like really late in the second movie to a point that you're not even gonna care. Like you were high school friends or public school, whatever it was, they were trying to kind of shoehorn in there. They just gave him such direct to work with, but he did such a great job like elevating himself above it because of how much he just loved being that character that that now for me because i'm not a fan of holland i'm not gonna lie he's there's something about him that's just off for me i loved toby by the way i thought toby was great but spider-man 3 really just left such a terrible terrible taste in my mouth that it kind of sullies my memory of him being spider-man um dude moon knight is awesome uh categorically disagree sir but that's a rant for another time um yeah i yeah the movies have been a joy uh, even though i do find that especially the first two holland movies dreadfully boring 
uh, No Way Home and uh, Homecoming. I, I just don't find them very entertaining. Uh-oh. But I mean, uh, not No Way Home. Sorry. Uh, Jolie uh, just cranked it. She's like, far from home. Chick, yeah, I know. Chick. All right. Far we're about home. to go now, buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Homecoming <laughs> and Far From Home. Not they were serviceable. Like they were OK, but they were they just weren't great. Um, and then, yeah. But I mean, No Way Home. No Way Home is great, but not because of Tom Holland, because we got to see everybody in there. So almost everybody james franco not there i can't imagine why james franco mm. wasn't there it's so weird why did they mysteriously leave him out do you, i don't know why did they leave him out pivotal role you you know why they left him out sir <laughs> i do oh yes he's he's been canceled and rightfully so oh really yeah oh, I didn't oh know. yeah oh yeah 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 it's i don't been... know there's so many people getting canceled these days i lose track of who's no. in and who's out yeah, he's oh, definitely out. He definitely he's, canceled himself. Really? Yeah, he did yeah, what he did, but he did yeah, it. And it he's is. way out. I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Go look at that. I'm in shock. How dare you? Tom is so good. We we could agree to disagree. I, th- I feel like the Spider-Men are very much a generational thing, just like Star Wars is a generational thing. Like the younger people, typically, like the millennial, like the, the Gen Zers like the Disney, the millennials like the prequels, and then us old fogies like the original series. And I think that's, I think Spider-Man is kind of the same way as where you were formatively when those spider men came out type of thing so i mean when you have a cult following yeah no no, no i'm not saying tom isn't i just don't see tom as spider-man it's just there's something that doesn't click in my head for having this but to have him as spider-man i don't know so maybe it is just me but i find I that most of the younger generation peter. does really like tom so what's that i think he's a fine peter mm-hmm. uh and he's like an adequate spidey but you know what no no i take that back no he's a good both so, but who's your Spider-Man though? Like, who's your who's your head cannon for Spider-Man? Yeah, technically, it's the Tommy McGuire is what I envision Peter Parker looking like. Yeah, Andrew Garfield is the one who I whose voice I hear coming out of the Spidey suit. So he's mm. my actual Spidey. But um. Even though Tom Holland is like not my Spider-Man or Peter Parker, the other two kind of are. I like him. He is serviceable, much like a 1989 Honda Civic. Like it'll get you from A to B, but it's just not gonna look very good doing it. No, 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 I, yeah, I like that analogy. That's really good. Let's go with that. A 1989 Honda Civic. That's exactly how I'm gonna refer to Tom Holland from here moving forward. So, like, have you Tom seen Holland. the new No Way Home? You know, with the 89 Honda Civic that's swinging around. The, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean he's he's fine. He's great. But I feel like the other two are better. Agreed. And if only we could have an amalgamation of the two. I feel like that was Anton Yelchin, but RIP. That's that wouldn't have been bad. Oh, can I point out too, sorry, by the way, a little more thing I want I want to point out about Garfield. The one good thing they got him to do is he got to be the smart ass in the suit. And they've really, really missed the boat with that with both Maguire and Holland. They did. And it's such a huge, huge part of the comic. Yeah. He's you such a smart You see a little bit ass. of that from Tom Holland in uh, Civil War. You see a little bit uh, of the banter uh, in Civil War when they do the uh, the uh, airport fight. I mean, uh, not, he's, otherwise, he's talking to them, but he's not cracking wise. Not like well, not like Spidey is. In the, Spidey's like ignorant to people, the criminals anyway, in the comic. And I oh, was yeah. here for it. And oh, Garfield yeah. started doing that. And I was like, ah, he's doing the thing. That's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, they did miss the boat with that for sure. Uh, especially, yeah. I feel, with Toby McGuire. Because he wasn't like that at all. I feel Toby McGuire was too old <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> Julie said it's a hatchback. So that's that's good. I, I agree. Uh, yes, that's, it's definitely 
if Holland's anything, he's a hatchback. He's that is he is not a midsize sedan. He is definitely is definitely a nice economy vehicle. Not sure. a yeah, and definitely not a sporty two door either. No, like, no, 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 no. He's not a coupe. No, he's a hatchback. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Yugo of of cars. It's awesome. Uh, oh, so he's not a, he's not a type R Civic, is what you're saying. No, no, no. He's a nice, reliant automobile. Uh, <laughs> nice, reliant K car. <laughs> uh, Canadian comic cutie. How about we get some black cat? Like, why not add more characters and get some good comic backstory arcs going? Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's hey, our friend Jordan. Uh, look who's just joined uh, 50 minutes into the podcast. Well, I that's feel just, like that's just... they uh, they did try <laughs> to put black cat into the movies. Into the amazing, um, yeah. Felicity Jones was her, and then yeah, she was Felicia he, Hardy. Yeah, we didn't get any more Andrew Garfields. Nope. Nope. So initially in the initial cut or the initial screenplay, I guess, of Amazing 2, there was supposed to be a romantic relationship between Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborn and uh, Felicity Jones, who's playing Felicia Hardy, and it was supposed to get expanded upon, and that all got chopped and axed. So she really, I think she's in, like, I'm not, I think she has two scenes in the film or three scenes in the film. I literally just watched it, but she is playing Felicia Hardy. She was supposed to be the, Ended up oh. being Black Cat, which I think she would have murdered as Black Cat because that woman gives me the hot sweats for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I would have been here for that. I w- I'm still here for it. Felicity Jones, we're still here for it. You you can you can 100 percent go back and do that. You died in that other He's big saying her name, and I'm like, it's giving me the hot sweat. Stop. <laughs> uh, right, Felicity Jones. The uh, yeah yeah. You died in that other uh, that other whatever that terrible Star Wars prequel movie was, but. Right, like let's go. You didn't yeah. like Rogue One? I, I, you know what? I, I shit on. I, I didn't not like it. It's just it's a solid like five out of ten for me. It's just not. It's just not. Oh, great. she's uh, Jin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jin. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about? I didn't realize so you... she was supposed to be Black Cat in Spider Man Two, and and frankly, I, that's too bad because Black Cat was one of my favorite like sidekick characters, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That and her and Peter get it on too, but... right? Are they, they not do. like weird? They, do. they are. They do. Batman, Catwoman, kind of. Yeah. Right. So, in the Bronze Age comics that we've been reading for <laughs> Spider Cast, <laughs> she yeah. actually will only date him, or oh, she, they're dating. They're seeing mm. each other, but she only wants to hang out with him when he's Spider Man. Gotcha. She even hand sews him a costume. Does she really? That's hilarious. Yes. For the bedroom. It's amazing. Sorry. What? Oh. I, I I thought you meant like we're only we're only we're only doing it if you wear this. I thought that's what she meant. Like she's, I think that's what she implied, she, Jeff. Yeah, she's, she's exactly in the bedroom hand sewing the costume. Like if you yes. want something, you're putting that on. Otherwise, cab money's on the dresser. Get the fuck. Uh, is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, maybe. Or, I mean, or do I you mean like she sewed him a suit for him to go out and stop crime in? The latter, unfortunately. Oh well, <laughs> not in my head. So spicy. I like that better. It is pretty spicy for a Bronze Age comic better. book, I guess. But yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, it was like is hinted at that they had a very, very sexual relationship. Which, whatever, fine. Teenagers, sure. Peter Parker. Peak Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. Right. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> but like, right off the rails. She had such hangups about him. Like, I would have loved to see Felicity Jones play this caliber of black cat where she was like i love your black costume what happened to it oh while you were out being peter parker taking photos i hand sewed you 
a, a full black costume to replace your old one because I guess the symbiote like oh that's it. right yeah. she makes the black suit yes she does like a, a version that is yeah the original black suit she makes the original black suit and then that's why the symbiote looks like black suit spider-man because when venom attached himself to him he was wearing felicity's black suit yes i remember that now that's right it's all circles man uh-huh it's that. all circles. That's so why you, you asked me onto this podcast. Me? What did I tell you? Knowledge. There you He's go. Got all that Bronze go. Age spider knowledge. So where are we on No Way Home then? Like this is—is is this now the 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 ultimate? Like I worry that No Way Home is going to be similar to uh, Endgame. Like where in the balls can they possibly? Like how are you ever going to? Like Marvel certainly has not topped Endgame as far as I'm concerned with anything that they've done since then. And I have a hard time seeing the the next summit that whatever that's going to be. What are you doing after No Way Home? You you bring all the on screen Spider Man back. You bring most of the villains back. You have this epic sprawling, entirely too long, boring in the first half story. What do you do? What do you do for a fourth and fifth and sixth film? Or even for a fourth film? This is where you drag in Mephisto because <sighs> Aunt May is dead. And Dan Slott wrote a whole bunch of bullshit about it. He he finds Mephisto. He bargains his friends. Well, he gets rid of Mary. The, the marriage is what he sacrifices to get Aunt May back. So maybe... I don't know. Does he sacrifice like them going to MIT? Because him and MJ aren't married. Yeah, he's already sacrificed his relationship with her in the last movie. Is he going to do that again? Like, yeah. So I don't know. I like. What do we do? We're introducing the multiverse, so obviously that comes into play somewhere. So, like, is what we're not is what we're seeing in Tom Holland Spider Man? Is that not six one six? I don't know. Maybe he's not in the well, same. No, know. because six one six refers to isn't that the comic? Yeah, that's not the universe? TV universe. The movie universe uh, has a designation. I think it's yeah. like, like I think it's like nine 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 or something like that, isn't it? I'll tell you. Six one six is the is... Like a lot of Earths. I know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, fake geek girl. Here. <laughs> no, no, no. And I have a feeling that I mean they, they can't just they can't just have the multiverse around forever. Like I have a feeling there's going to have to be some kind of a, like an ultimate resolution to the multiverse as popular. And as a fan pleasing as it is, there's got to be at some point, they're going to have to fit like maybe Loki season two, whatever the case may be, or Dr. Strange three, they'll finally like fix the, and everything will be. Yeah. So, keep, okay. Like, so first movement. off what they're representing Dr. Strange to be, I think is a little bit misleading because Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness is not about him. From what I understand from the reviews, it's not about him breaking the multiverse again like he did with Spider-Man. It's him coming across America Chavez. And America Chavez is a dimension jumper. She can jump from universe to universe. She can jump from Earth to Earth. So he goes on an adventure in the multiverse with America Chavez. Yeah, I think I mean right? more like as far as having it as a setting or having it as a plot point, they'll have to find it. There'll be a, an eventual point where it's just not a thing anymore because you can't. You can only beat that horse for so long. I don't before think so. It's... I think this multiverse is giving them an opportunity to actually be able to do things that are completely separate. Yeah, and not have to be in the same universe. No, but I then agree. Still leave the door open to no, no, no. Oh, but well, eventually. What if? Right? You can't be 14 movies down and still doing 
weird multiverse. You know what I mean? I'm just saying eventually it'll have to run its course. You don't think so? You think they can just beat it forever? I feel like after Doctor Strange, like the whole multiverse thing is pretty much going to be done, I think. You're not going to be dealing with multiverse anymore. Actually, I'm lying because you are because there's the whole Kang storyline coming. And that's all going to be multiverse-based. Ant-Man is going to be another multiverse movie. Uh, oh, the quantum. So you know what? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass here. So, that's, Jolie, that's, I'm going to let you talk we, now. We also got introduced in like Ms. Marvel to the um to the Skrulls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. are they going to do a secret? Oh, I hate saying the words. They secret. are. A secret invasion? Secret invasion? They are. And we'll say secret wars. But yeah. Well, secret wars comes after secret invasions, but yes, they're they're Apparently doing a Secret Invasion slash Secret Wars TV show. Yes. With Nick Fury at the being the lead of that show. Yeah. I mean, we already know there's Skrulls. They've alluded to it. We've we do. seen We've it. We've seen in them like... multiple times now. Yeah. Nick Fury has a friggin' space station full of Skrulls now. You know what I mean? So and Nick Fury was a Skrull in uh, one of those first well, two Spider-Man films. He was replaced very... by a Skrull because That's he was, I mean. in fact, on the space station, right? Right. He was off planet. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Comic Cutie. Also, sidebar: Have you seen the Spider-Man Gwen Stacy rap video? If not, look up Spider-Man's reaction to Gwen's deaths. Uh, the YouTube channel is Imperial Scum. I have not. No. Well, uh, Pentacle cosplay saying, I hate to say it, but I agree with Jeff about topping that Endgame premise. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I, I it don't will. See how. It will, especially with something like Spider-Man. It, it, that movie was so big. There was <clears throat> so much that. Yeah. I, I can't see to... whatever the next Spider-Man is. It, it, they almost have to reboot. Whether it's a soft Again? reboot or oh. a hard reboot, or no, I'm many. I'm thinking, and, and I, I he technically has one more movie, one more contract, one more movie on his contract, correct? I don't because know. my understanding, I think so. or what not my understanding, but what I thought was that once that story was done, now he was free to go back to Sony, and be part of the Venomverse, right? Now that his story in the MCU is done and that everybody's forgotten about him, now we can have him jump over to the MC, uh, the the Sony Spider Verse, uh, which is not what happened or how it ended, but you know, wishful thinking, I suppose. Uh, but I don't, know. I don't know. Julie is saying Doctor Strange released Doctor Strange. Uh, Rob the bad guy. I totally agree about ending the multiverse nonsense. I, I'm with you, Rob. Um, it's going to be too much. Katie and Comic Cutie says, oh, Loki, he smells so good. I, I will take your word for it. I have not sniffed the man. Uh, Quantum Mania. There we go, Jordan. Thank you. Yes, Quantum Mania. Oh, Quantum Jolie, Mania. do you have something to say about uh, about how he smells? He looks like he smells like a <laughs> jazz club full of cologne and cigars, which I imagine smells great. So, I mean, just bring back, bring all the Spider-Man back again and close the Sony-verse. They butchered every superhero movie for a while. Yeah, I I, I disagree a, a lot about on that one. I apologize to you. We literally just talked about how great all the previous Spider-Man movie was, except for Spider-Man 3, and those were all Sony films. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. And I, I mean, I let's disagree. be honest, although the current Spider-Man movies are written by Kevin Feige's team, they are still Sony movies. Because they still own the rights in perpetuity. I know that's a technicality, Jordan, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they just still Sony movies. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I okay, Morbius. I haven't seen it, but I heard it sucked. I don't know. And some people didn't like Venom, even though they both made like yeah, Venom still made a shit ton of money because a lot of people did like those movies because they're just silly popcorn fun that people mm-hmm. enjoy. So Morbius is apparently it, very very bad. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'd I like totally to. It is. It. 
It is. The hottest garbage. Really, eh? Mm. I heard that all of the uh, Spider-Man references that were in the trailer were removed from the movie. Down to the drawing of Spider-Man on the wall was removed from the actual movie. Oh, and I'm sure from, like, Jared Leto's, like, you know, he waved his hands after he let go of the stupid... Oh, sorry. I just, I, it made me hate Jared Leto so much. I hope he develops an actual limp from like walking with a walker. Damn. So stupid. Damn. Jolie, come in okay. super hot on that one. Hot cake on. To... Yeah, no, go ahead, please. No, it's like if you have to do the crap that you did on set to like get into character, you're playing a vampire for sakes like you know that vampires don't exist right rob's with you living vampires don't thank you rob mostly because of jared uh jared leto gotta hate him yeah to each to each their very own i do not hate not a big fan of jared leto either great dallas buyers club but sure garbage in all of the superhero (laughs) movies just terrible uh i don't know I like far the worst one. joker ever uh we're at the, okay we don't we, we're an hour and four minutes in we we cannot open up that can of worms because we'll be here all night can't do that it'll be bad <laughs> i have thoughts i have feelings i have thoughts and feelings too <laughs> yes i'm well, gonna text that. you guys later <laughs> all right good i'm here for it well we've been every time there's a moon night episode julie and i end up i'm like have you watched it yet she's like i'm about to i'm like you you fucking text me as soon as you're done watching this because it's like we have that. shit to talk about i'm assuming jolie you're the same opinion as jeff on moon night <clears throat> uh we were both i think excited by the first episode yeah and then it was all downhill from there <laughs> yeah it just fell off a cliff yeah, yeah. well yeah. you know yeah i mean they can't all be great right but they could be. That's the thing. Is Just like none of them were great. <laughs> no, 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 but the, the potential for this one was so it was rich and it was. gooey and creamy because all the rest of them have been characters that we already know and they're just trying to like, you know, whatever to, to yeah. you know, use nostalgia, pulling your heartstrings, everything. This is a brand new guy that we hadn't met before with a really solid, amazing Hollywood actor that agreed to to do this, which, I mean, I don't even know how, that they must have just drove a dump truck full of money up to his house and been like, can you do this for us? Um, <laughs> none of them are great, Rob is yeah, saying. Rob, Rob is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, there's a reason why Rob and I get along. We we see uh, eye to eye on this, but yeah, they had You're an like opportunity. <laughs> we had an opportunity to create something new to really go off in a different direction and try. And I felt like they were trying to do that, but they just kept they couldn't help themselves. They just kept on diving back into all the same old Marvel tropey nonsense. And uh, anyways, that's a whole other episode, dude. Yeah, do you know what? Tune in on Saturday morning. I mean Sunday. Jeff is going to be on my podcast to bitch about it. The full volume podcast, kids. Myself, G.I. Jolie, and our good friend Harvey Brent. We're going to be talking some Moon Knight episodes. Jolie, why don't you uh, let everybody know uh, where they can uh, see or listen to this podcast? Oh, okay. Well, uh, we do both a video and audio podcast. Uh, so we are available on YouTube at Comic Book Syndicate. Um, and the audio version of the podcast is available really wherever you find uh, your favorite podcast. So you can search for the comic book syndicate network or full volume podcast. And uh, yeah, we actually have 
been reviewing every single Marvel Disney Plus show. We also did Peacemaker too, because there was a really big lull between Marvel shows, and turns out Peacemaker was the best one. So, <laughs> are you guys going to do Obi Wan? Was think? amazing. We actually, ha- we probably won't. For yeah, but we because we're like, well, we missed. Boba Fett and uh, we didn't do Mandalorian so it wouldn't make sense for us to do Obi-Wan not have done the others but we might do like a tiered list of it because I think Harvey Brent is a big Star Wars fan yeah yeah and you're digging in them tier list now you gotta bring me back for that non-MCU Marvel movie tier list (laughs) or a caravan of garbage is we're gonna yeah it's gonna be great tell him I'm talking about some hot garbage yeah it'd be actually really great to have JS in there too because like balance it out yeah, 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 I'm up for it. He's I'm the yin to my yang. I think we disagree half the time just just to keep this spicy. That's we don't really. It can't no, just be. No, we two, usually disagree. It, it, it can't just I be two mean, cis white males just agreeing on everything because then this podcast would just suck. Well, it sucks we, even more than it does. But we agree on a I lot mean, of things. But when we disagree, we're usually not on the same page at all. But it's not just like just because you're French and I'm English. It's you know, there's there's deeper. Discovery does suck. You're an idiot. See, see what I mean? No. It's terrible. So, I'm take. <laughs> I don't know if Tim is still watching, but I kind of <laughs> threw that in there just for him. Uh, I am so sorry. I'm Tim. sure he appreciated it. I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, Jordan is saying, still have to watch Moon Knight, but I thought Loki was actually pretty well done. I, I have thoughts on that too, dude. We honestly will do a whole, we should do an episode on the Marvel TV shows. We'll we just should. talk about strictly about Marvel TV shows we because should. yeah, I have so much. I have so many thoughts. Mm-hmm. Some were better than others. You know what I mean? Like I'll take Loki over Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? I'll take WandaVision over Moon Knight. So it's not like I didn't dislike them all across the board. It's just for me, it's a, it's a scale. You know what I'm saying? And you know, nothing's quite at the top of the scale yet, but there's sure as shit some stuff on the bottom. Woo. I don't know. For me, they've kind of just been okay across the board mm-hmm. they've all had their upsides one division was something different uh falcon and the winter soldier was more of an action show and we kind of needed that at that point we needed something a little bit more from the mcu than just magic and rainbows you know we needed some action we got the zemo uh, dance what are you talking about man yeah it was amazing i mean zemo was the best thing of that part about that show as far as i'm concerned uh Loki, I'm annoyed with the fact that Loki's show was not about Loki. He was not the villain of his own show, and he did not kill the villain of his own show. Oh. So I have issues with the Loki show, although it was kind of good. I, I, I did kind of still enjoy it. Have you uh, watched Moon Knight? I have not watched Moon Knight yet, but I will binge through it. Uh, so, you know, they were all okay, uh, but... You're forgetting, like, the best one, though. Which one? Hawkeye. They made a Hawkeye Fair show. Enough. Fair enough. Hawkeye was probably my favorite so far of all the. It really had a diehard feel. I didn't think I would like her. Uh, what's her name again? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. The only thing I'd ever seen her was in Transformers, and her character was kind of dumb. Uh, I thought what they did with her was genius. They really made her just as quirky as um, Elena. Elena. Black Widow's sister. What's her name? Yelena. Yelena. Yeah. Yelena. Uh, so they were good opposites. Did, did they actually make a Hawkeye show? That doesn't make any sense. He's the most boring Avenger. Why would they make a Hawkeye show? That's so, that's so silly. He's the funniest Avenger. Does he just? Does he just you shoot a bow and arrow? Isn't? Yeah, why, yeah. Who, Jeff is they, a Hawkeye. Why would they? Why yeah, would they? Yeah. Why would they make a? Did you even watch it? You've never actually show. watched it, did you? I would watch it. Are you kidding me? A yeah, Hawkeye I didn't show? Watched it. Yeah. 
let's make a show about the most useless Avenger. He, he shoots Julie bullets and arrows. Came through. He did. He really did. And then, and then when he runs, and then when he runs out of arrows, what does he do? Uh, nothing. I've already well, checked out. I can't listen to this, Jeff. Stands no. around with his. If you watch the show, you know what happens when he runs out of arrows. Awful. Hello, Megan. <laughs> Joining us late. Yes, Megan yes, has. Uh, and on. there's there's a uh, Chibibara as well. Uh, Megan has been catching up on uh, on Picard and Strange New Worlds. Well. She's had a very Star Trek day today, so I'm I'm her Trek pusher. So I, I hooked her up with all the latest episodes, and she uh, she got through all of it. So, ah, although so she's, is she caught although, up on today's episodes? And and by the way, she just uh, finished uh, the two seasons of the Orville. She binged that as well. Oh, so yes. she's very but. Doesn't like lower decks. Can't get through lower decks. So really, yeah, we're gonna have to vote off the island. You kind of have to be. Sorry, Megan. You know, I think lower decks appeals to us because we were teenagers and young adults in the days of Next Generation, and that mm. pulls at those back in the back in the day. You know what I yep. mean? Like it, it pulls at our our nostalgia strings, right? That's why lower decks is so good. Anybody that was not in TNG or was not of our age group in the TNG era. Probably thinks Lower Decks is the dumbest thing in the world. Maybe, but it's not. It's the best thing in the world. Anyways. Oh, it's it's so good. Uh, Jordan's asking a side question. Has anyone else seen the masterpiece that is Nick Cage, the unbearable weight of massive talent? I have not. I, I keep like seeing the commercials on yeah. like Instagram and TikTok, and that damn ad plays everywhere. I'm Nick Cage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it looks hilarious, but I haven't watched it yet. You guys? So do they just follow Pedro Pascal around? And and just be like, we're making a TV show. Just we're making a shit. film. We're we're just yeah. Just you're just gonna be on camera all the time. Like you're just never not gonna be working on stuff. I love him. He's fantastic. But holy smokes, that dude's in everything right now. Yeah, because he's Joel in the new uh, The Last of Us uh, video game no, adaptation really? TV show coming out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, like, I did not know that dudes. Yeah, apparently season three of The Mandalorian. Almost all of it is is him just doing voice voiceover work. It's very very little bit of, of him in the suit because really? he spent most of he's that doing time shooting else. the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Crazy town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Megan says it's been a good Trek day. Yes, it has. It was a very good Trek day. Uh, yeah. Rob is downloading that Nick Cage movie right now. Uh, Megan is saying I just can't get past it. I know most people love it, but it just feels like it's just making a joke out of Trek to me. I love TNG. It's my favorite series in the Trek universe. Well, I mean, it kind of is, and that's why I kind of like it. It is making fun a little bit of Next Generation, and I think uh, Debbie put it the best. It's the Rikerist show of them all. Yeah, it is. I like I don't, that. I don't think there's any other way of putting it, you know? And Riker from Lower Decks is by far the Rikerist Riker of all Rikers. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, he's just amazing. I yeah, I love the show. Yes, you're right. It does make fun of it, but I think it makes fun of it in a from a place of love. From that's a place what of I was love, trying. exactly. Because yeah. the Orville does the same thing. It, it clearly is poking fun of a lot of tropes that have been trek over the course of the last 40, 50, 60 years or whatever. But it's doing so as a love letter to it. And I feel like Lower Decks is the same thing. It's not poking fun of it to make poke fun of it. It's poking fun of it to to to, to like you were saying. From a nostalgia aspect to, mm. to reacquaint us with it without just rehashing the same stories and stuff. It's just a little, yeah, it's done out of love. That's okay. We don't have to love everything, Megan. You could be wrong. It's You're allowed to be wrong. And you're really wrong. And that's okay. You're, that's allowed. Don't listen to these two jerks. Jolie, are you I with the Trek at all? You. I see you. I am more Trek than Star Wars. I, for and Star you Wars don't like Day, Lower Decks. 
I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> you have what to go watch Lower shit? Decks. It's amazing. Seriously. Yeah, go watch it. It really is. Yeah, yeah like I know I'm going to love it because yeah, of the you way will. you guys are gushing about TNG. And I'm like, oh, mm, so that's great. my jam. Yeah. Um, that's my no. peanut butter and jam. So it's, and you I'm love the Orville. It. I know you love the Orville too. And it's very, very Orville vibes. So, yep. You'll dig it. Which we sure. also do a podcast. <laughs> the more, How many podcasts Morville? do you have, Jolie? No, I'm not joking. She has like 17. It's great. I, I listen to them all. It's fantastic. This one. <laughs> yeah. There's three or four. Is there not? There's like I mean, three, there's, there's three officially. Yeah. Three officially. Full volume, Spidercast, and Morville. And, the, and Morville, Orville. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, Chibi Barrett Cosplay is saying, waiting to watch uh, season two Picard. Uh, Chibi Bar, if you haven't watched season two of Picard, you got to get on that because the series finale was today. And 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 Stay spoilers off the are internet. yeah, spoilers are Stay already off the dropping. Internet. Yeah, because yeah. It, it is our friend Debbie just had something spoiled watch. for her. So yeah, it is worth the watch. It was amazing. It was probably the best single episode of Star Trek that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> See, I don't think the Orville is anything like it. Orville is uh, was more serious than Lower Decks to me. Uh, I, again. I, I, I get we can it gets can a little bit more serious in season two for sure i love how all of us spent star wars day watching star trek properties yeah we did no star wars day was yesterday well this well, is today is the revenge of the fifth well no. yes and and today and... is today is there's always a bigger fifth tomorrow is revenge of the sixth well whatever that's the problem. I, uh, there is I a new Obi Wan Kenobi trailer that came out yesterday. Uh, if is. you guys have not seen it, you should also go watch that. I, I think have. that trailer officially confirms what I've been saying and ranting about like a madman with my crazy theories <laughs> months now. Crazy is so, crazy. Jeff. Go watch that damn video and go watch. Well, I've watched the trailer. trailer? I've, I haven't so watched, watched your video. the video. Yeah, I think you'll uh, you'll like it. Stop bossing me around. Jeez. Uh, Picard and Strange is calling me. So have you guys... Uh, Patrick Stewart, first of all, is still denying being in Doctor no, Strange. No, no, no. No, he's confirmed it now. Oh, really? Because yes. he was at the premiere, right? Yeah. No, no, no. He <laughs> so has, no, he has like, confirmed it. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're even there. Like, yeah. how do you... Yeah, yeah. No. So he has confirmed it now. Okay. Yes. Yeah, fair <clears> enough. Yeah, Star Wars uh, didn't put anything out on the fourth. Yeah, I know. I, well, they it's, did. It's, they put out a new Obi Wan trailer. That's it, really. It is yeah, such it a coincided weird thing, with though. the release of like Obi Wan, the comic number one as well. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's a new, brand new Obi Wan comic. What uh, time period is it tied into the show? Uh, he looks like Ewan McGregor, so I think it's. I think it ties into the show. Probably tied yeah. into the show. No, okay. Nice. Yeah, fair enough. Nice, nice. All right. Well, listen, uh, we've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, and an hour of that was spent not talking about Spider-Man. Not talking about Spider-Man, exactly. So uh, we might as well uh, uh, sign off here. So, Jolie, uh, other than the three podcasts you've already talked about, are there uh, 15 more you want to quickly let people know before we go? Any, anything you want to promote, Jolie? Anything, anything you want to promote. Yeah. Well, I mean, not to halfway dox myself, but I did open a comic book store in St. Thomas, Ontario at 471 Talbot. You can come and visit me. I also sell snacks and drinks. <laughs> um, and that's at, 
it's called the long box it's at the long box ca on instagram um i also am part of a super cool group of comic book nerds uh called the comic book syndicate and we do podcasts once now that com con season is back forever for good we're going to get back on the road and we're going to go interviewing creators like we we always have a lot of our content just it became podcasts because of the last two years so it's really it's it's gonna be really good to finally get back uh on the horse again uh and we do like uh most of it is video content on our YouTube channel, which is also Comic Book Syndicate. Yeah, that's me, Mike L., uh, Joshua Mervell, and Bex is there. Uh, Josh, who is on the spot, uh, Josh and Bex, who are also on the Spider Cast as well. And who and really spent a year talking about Spider Man with you guys? And, and, and Bex is a hell of a cosplayer when she comes out in cosplays. Yes. I know she doesn't do it a whole lot, and especially with the pandemic and everything else, but yeah, when she does it, she does it very well. Her Ms. Marvel is chef's Who case. is this? And, and uh, Bex Luthor. <laughs> uh, she's one of our hosts. She's our cosplay. When we do a convention, it's called Action. She's usually our cosplay um, ambassador. Coordinator? Yeah, yeah, ambassador, coordinator. coordinator. Yep, yep. Um, and apparently Josh is also kind of a secret cosplayer too. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, like nice. uh, he cosplayed somebody from the Oh My Brother, My Brother and Me, their campaign. They also wrote a book, uh, The the Adventure Zone. Uh, he cosplayed a character from that book. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Wow. Costumes made of fur, lots of nice. sewing. Yeah, I really admire anyone that can sew. Megan, if you're me still too. there. <laughs> Not me. I mean, that's for sure. What about you, JS? You got anything on the go? Anything coming up? No, not really. Uh, no, not really. We're uh, trying to figure out our plans for Fan Expo at this point. That's mm. uh, fair. Yeah. I, you know what? Nothing so far. Over the summer, it's pretty quiet at this point. This, the podcast, making videos, uh, working on non-existent cosplays for right now. <laughs> Megan saying, haha, yeah, for sewing. Yeah, I, I can't sew. I can't even set up the sewing machine. So, you know, I, I can't it's sew like, either. It's That's like Drag Race, where like we are glue gun queens. I'm not even that. I'm a, I'm a go make money and give it to somebody else to do it, queen. Oh, there you go. Yep. That's so, my Megan's, Megan's the one that typically I get to do it for me. So it's good. Right, 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 right. right. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, um, uh, I'm the uh, gluing my fingers with super glue uh, once a week type of guy. No, yeah. that's fair. Yep. Um, yeah, we just had CK Expo in Chatham, which went off without mm. a hitch. It was great. That was last uh, week, yeah. Yep. We had the cosplay contest. Uh, so I got to host that, which was cool. Uh, Megan took second place in the advanced category with her Galadriel. Uh, well, congratulations, yes. Megan. Yep. She did very, very well. And our friend Andrew, who was on earlier Ill Gotten Hugs cosplay, took first place in the advanced category with his wow. Kite Man. Uh, cosplay that he made from scratch. So Kite Man, hell yeah, from uh, the Harley Quinn uh, DC animated show uh, who's getting his own spinoff show. I think it's called Nudins. Uh, so yeah, so congratulations to you guys. You guys did a wonderful job. Um, you can't see it here on the feed. Maybe if I could... No, you can't see it. Anyways, I got my Spider-Man face shell in behind me, so I've been mm. doing a lot of Spider-Manning lately, which is why I suggested to JS we do this. Um, and then, yeah, we have... Um, 
Yeah. Oh my God. Caitlin is awesome. Uh, yeah. Niagara Falls coming up. Uh, so n- this Saturday is free comic book day. So going up for that, uh, I mentioned before with crazy Mike cosplay, we're going to get out to some shenanigans, I'm sure. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Niagara Falls is June 3rd, 4th and 5th. And then forest city comic con here in London at Centennial hall is June 25th. So definitely some events coming up and I still have to get out to see, uh, Jolie's new space. I haven't been out there yet, so I got to get out to St. Thomas and yeah, St. Thomas. That's like even further south than London, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm in South London, so I can get to her place in like 20 minutes from where I'm at. So I just yeah, unfortunately, that means it's probably like four hours from where I'm at, right? Yeah, it's worth the drive. She's fantastic. I'm sure she is. Absolutely, the shop is gorgeous. Even though it doesn't have a collection of all the X Men number one. In, uh, variant covers, but hey. you know that I'm going to fix that tomorrow. You better. Now that you better. brought it up, you better. Yeah, and we want. I've been looking posted. for a frame actually, so that I can actually pull out. I don't know if you guys do. You own a copy of X Men number one? Yes. Who, is, is there, there someone that doesn't? So the, yeah. for the people that don't, the whole the cover opens up into like the four or five panels. I've been looking for a way to mount it like that, but. I haven't been able to find that so far. My only other way would have been to buy all the five individual covers, which, or is it four? I can't remember now. Uh, Only there was some way. But if only somebody had or owned a a comic book store and had them available, you know, at their fingertips. Just beating the hell out of that. If only. If only. If only. Hey. I bet you Gordon Carroll at L.A. (laughs) Mute. When I see them on Saturday, I will ask. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, everybody, thanks for uh, sticking with us through this uh, technical difficulty-filled crazy rant of old people. Uh, Listen, uh, we really appreciate you guys. We love hearing your comments and and interacting with you. So thanks very much for sticking with us. Uh, For everybody that is watching this after the fact on YouTube, make sure you click that like and subscribe. Wow. Like and subscribe button. Holy cow. I started with having a hard time talking and now I'm ending having a hard time talking. But make sure you click that like and subscribe button. It really helps us out being a tiny little channel like ours. But I think that's going to be it for this week, folks. Thanks, Julie, for joining us. You know, it was a lot of fun. You, you should be around more often. We need to have You're... even uh, Julie needs to come back for uh, an episode. Uh, maybe we'll do a, another a catch up Harry Potter show or something. I mean, she's been itching to Has talk she? about Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, she was like, I love that. I'll talk about Harry Potter till I'm dead. Well, there you go. Maybe uh, To be fair, though, I know we're not supposed to pick favorites, but but Jolie's my favorite. Don't tell Julie. So, I thought as far you were as about I... to say that Jolie was your favorite. <laughs> no. Like, Why is Julie no. Oh, no. It boy, is definitely oh, you, Jolie. Just don't tell Julie. Is Julie still on the channel? I hope she's All right, guys. Thanks okay. for watching. Stay geeky. We'll see you next week. <laughs>